to Treasures of Truth, a daily broadcast from Monday through Friday where we encourage you to come and study the Bible with us. Treasures of Truth is a ministry of Treasure Valley Baptist Church in Meridian, Idaho. Your host is Pastor Rick DeMichael. And during this series, Pastor DeMichael is teaching a lesson entitled Mormon Doctrines in Light of the Bible. Come find out what the Bible has to say on this issue. And please be sure to stay tuned after the broadcast as we will have a special offer for a free book on this very subject. And now your host, Pastor Rick DeMichael. We are going to start the first in a series of nine lessons on Mormon doctrines in light of the Bible. Mormon doctrines in light of the Bible. Now, one of the common criticisms leveled at someone doing something like this from the Mormon camp usually goes something like this. Um, you read that in some anti-Mormon book, or you got that from some anti-Mormon literature. And so we are going to be very careful to do a couple of things. Number one, we're going to stay with our theme. Mormon doctrines in light of the Bible. All right, let's break that down. Mormon doctrines. In looking at Mormon doctrines, we're going to use Mormon literature. We're going to use Mormon authorities. The Book of Mormon, the Articles of Faith by Talmadge, and the Doctrine and Covenants and Pearl of Great Price. Uh, these works here that I'm holding in my hands are basically the foundation for over 90% of what Mormonism teaches even to this day, doctrinally speaking. And so we're going to use their authorities to express what they have put forth that they believe on nine important subjects. And then what we're also going to do is we're going to put the Bible here next to that and see what the Bible has to say about it. And so, plainly put, Mormon doctrines in light of the Bible. It's that simple. So let's start out by looking at Mark chapter 11. Mark chapter 11. And the first issue we want to tackle is the issue of final authority. The issue of final authority. As Bible-believing Christians, we believe in one final authority, the Bible. It's our final court of appeals, God's Word. If a doctrine lines up with Scripture, it's of God. If not, it's of man or of Satan. And uh, look at Mark chapter 11, and Christ's detractors put this question to him this way. In verse 27 of Mark 11, And they come again to Jerusalem, and as he was walking in the temple... There come to him the chief priests and the scribes and the elders and say unto him, By what authority doest thou these things, and who gave thee this authority to do these things? Now, I love the Lord's answer here because the Lord's answer is another question. But we won't go into that this morning for the sake of time. The bottom line is, Christ's detractors wanted to know by what authority he did the things he did and taught the things he taught. So this is a question that's commonly asked of any religion, and it's a fair question. I mean, when you say, hey, I am speaking something in behalf of God, 
because God revealed himself in some way, uh, the obvious question that follows is, well, how do you know? How do you know God revealed this to you? How do we know God revealed this to you? And so, uh, as Bible-believing Christians, we invoke the authority of the Word of God. Uh, take a look at Isaiah chapter 8. If a doctrine lines up with Scripture, according to Scripture, it's of God. If not, there's only two other possibilities that exist. It's either of man, that is, some man fabricated it, or it is of Satan. Seducing spirits have taught a doctrine of devils, Paul told Timothy. There's only two other possibilities. Isaiah chapter 8, in Isaiah chapter 8, and verse 20, to the law and to the testimony, that is, to the word of God, the law and the testimony, if they speak not according to this word, that is, the prophets of Isaiah's day, if they speak not according to this word, it is because there is what? No light in them. All right? So if something lines up with Scripture, then it is authoritative. If not, there are only two other possibilities, man or Satan, and uh, the scriptural judgment is that there is no light in them, whoever the prophet may be, to presume to speak in the name of the Lord. Now, all man-made religions have multiple final authorities. And what will determine which final authority is used in a given situation is one word, expediency. Uh, for example, in a Catholic publication put out by the Knights of Columbus under the teaching about Mother Mary, this particular publication is a layman's synopsis of Vatican II. In section 67A, speaking of Mary, it says, At the same time, the Council exhorts scholars and preachers to take a sane course between exaggeration and narrow-mindedness. As guides, let them take, number one, the sacred scriptures, number two, the holy fathers, number three, the doctors, number four, the various liturgies, and number five, the teaching authority of the church. Five authorities to determine this doctrine. As Bible-believing Christians, we would say, let's just take the Bible. Let's just take the Bible and see what the Bible says about this woman, Mary, and then make our determination from that. But in Catholicism, there are five equal authorities. And expediency, again, will determine which one is invoked, depending on the circumstances and the need. Now, the Mormon Church also has five final authorities. They are the Book of Mormon, the Pearl of Great Price, the Doctrine and Covenants, the Bible, and the Word of Living Apostles and Prophets, so-called. We'll take up that subject at a later time. First of all, let's look at the Bible. Take your Bibles and turn to 2 Timothy chapter 3. Now, in the amount of time that we have, there's no way we can exhaust what the Bible has to say about itself in this regard. But we're going to look at a couple of samples here. And in 2 Timothy chapter 3, 2 Timothy chapter 3 and verse 16, the Bible says of itself that all Scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for, first of all, notice the first thing it's profitable for, for doctrine. 
Then for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be perfect, thoroughly furnished unto all good works. In other words, if the Bible were a medicine chest, it would have all of the medicines necessary for us. If it were a toolbox, it would have all of the tools necessary to get the job done. Uh, if this Bible were the uh, uh, place where we would receive our armor for battle and our weaponry for battle, we would have everything we need to successfully win the war. And on and on and on we could go. The Bible is very clear about just how complete it is that the man of God, verse 17, may be perfect. The idea there is completion, uh, thoroughly furnished unto all good works. Psalm 119, verse 89 tells us that God's word is eternal. Psalm chapter 12, verses 6 and 7 tells us that God's word is pure and preserved forever. Just a sampling of what the Bible claims for itself. The Bible does not leave any room for competing final authorities. Now, someone may write a commentary on the Bible. That's fine and well. All it is is a commentary. Okay? Somebody may write a book about a portion of Scripture. That's fine and well, but that's all it is. It is not authoritative on a par with the Scriptures themselves. And uh, we often say that we're not to correct the Scriptures, the Scriptures are to correct us. Now, when you have competing final authorities, they're going to say different things. They're going to contradict one another, just as we suggested to you five final authorities in Catholicism, and they do contradict in many places, and five final authorities in Mormonism, and they do contradict. By the time we're done, we're going to see over and over and over again that the authorities that Mormonism invokes outside of the Bible are going to contradict the Bible. And so sooner or later, you're going to have to choose. And again, the way it's done is expediency determines these things in the realm of Mormon theology. For the Bible-believing Christian, we just stick with one final authority, the Bible itself, and you're safe. You're safe. You're on solid footing. You're on solid ground. We would like to thank you for listening to Treasures of Truth. And we would also like to offer a free book about the content you just heard on Mormon doctrines in light of the Bible. To receive this free book, please contact the office at Treasure Valley Baptist Church. You can give them a call at 208-888-4545. That's 208-4545. The offices are open Tuesday through Friday. To hear more great messages by Pastor DeMichael, please feel free to visit our website at tvbc.org. That's tvbc.org. You can also follow us on Facebook. Treasures of Truth is a ministry of Treasure Valley Baptist Church in Meridian, Idaho, and we would love for you to come join us in our services. Our Sunday school begins at 9.30 with the morning service at 10.45. We also have a Sunday evening service at 5.45. We also have great kids programs on Wednesday nights. At 7 o'clock, we've got the Master's Club, which runs during the school year. And at the same time, we have a Bible study for the adults in the main auditorium. With specialized classes and programs for all ages, as well as wonderful nurseries for the youngsters, Treasure Valley Baptist Church has a place for everyone. 
And don't forget about our vibrant programs for the teens and our college and career group. We hope to see you soon.